everyone and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez and this show is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. I will talk more about them in a few moments here in the show, but shout out to Freeman Mazda. Check out their Freeman prices over at freemanmazda.net. What is up, everyone? Exciting day to be here. Uh, big day for ADC Sports. They announced five new markets, but of course, here on ADC Sports Dallas, everything will remain the same for the way that you guys consume content, but still exciting news for ADC Sports. But tonight, we will get into Mike McCarthy's press conference, what he had to say about the running back position that was a weird take from him. He gave us quite the quote. He also laid out the two priorities for the Cowboys, which we will also discuss in this offseason. And he dropped the bomb about Dak Prescott having offseason surgery in his left shoulder, something that we didn't know. But also, it kind of explains why Dak Prescott did not go to the Pro Bowl. So we'll talk about it all on tonight's episode. What is up, everyone? Welcome. Thank you for joining the show. Make sure that you hit the like button. Make sure that you share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about primetime. Now, also, check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and more Mavericks content. There are good articles up there. You can check out what Stephen Jones had to say about Ezekiel Elliott. You can check out why wide receiver has emerged as a position of need for the Dallas Cowboys. And you can also find an article that I'm sure that Stephen Jones would click on it if he was to stumble upon adcsports.com, which is titled Smart Ways That Dallas Cowboys Can Create Cap Space uh, in This Offseason. Man, Sky, Sky gave you quite the song. I'm not, I'm not going to sing on tonight's show, but I respect Skywalker for, for his, his uh, singing abilities and his lyrics. He's a true artist on today's morning show on ADC Sports Dallas. I'm still laughing about it. What is up, everyone? Thank you for joining the show. I knew something was off with Dax, says Tommy. We'll talk about that. Uh, good evening, David. Thank you for being here. What is up, Facebook audience? Thank you for tuning in as well. So let's talk about, we'll break it down on the show. We'll hold on on the Dak Prescott thing until a bit later today. But let's talk about Mike McCarthy because he, he truly gave us a quote today on his press conference that I'm still thinking about it and I'm still trying to process it. And it was when he was asked, about playing Tony Pollard more and whether or not the Cowboys regretted not doing so. One of the biggest complaints during the regular season and still one of the biggest complaints in the offseason is why don't the Cowboys involve Tony Pollard even more? Not only in the running game, but also why are, are we not using Tony Pollard in the best of his abilities, to the best of his abilities. That is one of the biggest concerns, I believe, from Cowboys Nation this offseason. And McCarthy said the following. He said, I don't have any issues with how we approached the season last year. Small parenthesis, even that part alone of the quote 
is really troublesome, and I cannot get my head around it. How can you go to the podium and say that? I don't have any issues with how we approached the season last year. Really? And he quoted the fact that they were one of the most productive offenses in the NFL, which I'm sure that if you look for some stats, you can maybe say that they were tops in the league in some category. I don't know which category McCarthy would be uh, talking about. I really don't know. But maybe you can back that up with some numbers. But how can you not, how can you not have issues with how they approached the season last year? How can you not have issues with the fact that your offense was literally went from being one of the true best offenses in the NFL in the first half of the season to literally being below average in the second half of the season? How can you not have any issues with that? Anyways, between that quote, he, he also brought up the priorities, which we will also discuss on tonight's show. But he went on to talk about the Tony Pollard slash Ezekiel Elliott debate. And he said, as far as did we use this guy enough, that guy enough, didn't even mention the names. Uh, I think it's convenient criticism. I will read that again. I don't have any issues with how we approached the season last year. And then he went on to say, as far as did we use this guy enough, that guy enough, I think it's convenient criticism. That is what Mike McCarthy had to say when he was asked if the Cowboys had used Tony Pollard enough or not. Oh boy. I'm still processing those, those words from head coach Mike McCarthy. A Barner account saying, my God, I swear the spirit of Jason Garrett has never left the organization. No issues is Barner account. That's like, it's, it's a, very simple part of his answer, but it's still one of those that I'm not getting over anytime soon. The question for you guys is, do you have any faith? Will the Cowboys right their wrongs in their running back usage? And we'll dive a little bit deeper into this in a few moments, but let me know your thoughts before we do so. Will the Cowboys right their wrongs in running back usage in 2022, yes or no? While you give me your answers, let me talk to you guys about the ride of the week brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. And this week's ride of the week here on ADC Sports Dallas is the new 2022 Mazda tree coming in at an affordable price starting at $26,765. It's got the unique Apple CarPlay Game Changer, Android Auto. It's got blind spot monitoring, a backup camera, and you can get it with the unique comfort of the keyless entry. The new Mazda, 20, the 2022 new Mazda 3. You can check it out on freemanmazda.net for the best Freeman prices. You can check out all their new and used selection of vehicles. Check it out on freemanmazda.net. So, is there any fate? around here that the Cowboys will ride their running back usage in 2022. And Burner Account gives us the long LOL. Lol, no. <laughs> David goes with no as well. Antoine goes with no. Uh, Tommy says, you already know that I have no faith in Mike McCarthy. Bruce got the use says no faith right now. 
Uh, Dallas John goes with maybe. Uh, 34 over here says, nope, not at all. Yes for Lumen. Peter Riso says yes. Zero accountability and always excuses. What a culture, says Burner account. Thank you for your comment and your donation, Burner. I appreciate it. Now, I prepared some stats over here because let's look at that quote again. I think it's convenient criticism. Mike, we're not talking about the quarterback draw here. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about a controversial going for it call or kicking the field goal call in which, in hindsight, people criticize you for it. That's, to me, what convenient criticism looks like. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about there are numbers out there, and there have been numbers for months now that back up the demands of playing Tony Pollard more. And I prepared this stats for you that I discovered on Sports Info Solutions. And I'm not even expecting to surprise you because I know that this is not a secret to Cowboys Nation. The Cowboys have been more efficient when it's Tony Pollard with the ball and not Ezekiel Elliott. So if you take a look at EPA per rush, Pollard is fourth best in the NFL, and this is among running backs with a minimum of 100 carries. Ezekiel Elliott is 24th. Success rate, Pollard is 17th. Ezekiel Elliott is 26th in the NFL. And then there's the boom percentage, which we have discussed before here on Primetime, basically measures big plays, taking into account context. Pollard is 11th in the NFL in those boom plays, and Ezekiel Elliott is 21st in the league. Now, I know that I'm not surprising you, again, with these numbers. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is to say that it's ridiculous that McCarthy is calling this convenient criticism. It really is ridiculous. And it's those, it's those kind, it's that kind of comment that really kind of bums you out because someone opened, I think it was Burner account, someone opened the YouTube chat section by saying, uh, Stephen Jones comments today, uh, what was the comment? Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Burner account says, Stephen Jones' most recent comments just made me so discouraged. And that's sort of how I feel with this McCarthy comment because it's like he's refusing to admit that the Cowboys were not being optimal with their decision of who was playing running back. And I know the counterpoints. I know that some will say, oh, Tony Pollard cannot block, so that is the reason why he's not more involved with the offense. I think that he is not the blocker that Ezekiel Elliott is, but I also don't think that he's as bad at pass pro as many would make him out to be. And people have put out evidence on this. I think that it was Law Nation who posted on Reddit not that long ago some clips of Tony Pollard getting the job done when blocking. And some people also criticized Pollard's ability to run inside. Now, I also took a look at those numbers. And yeah, Ezekiel Elliott is more efficient when you're talking about down the middle runs. That is correct. But also when you're looking at outside runs, 
Ezekiel Elliott is way better. No, excuse me. Tony Pollard is way better than Ezekiel Elliott at those kind of runs. And that brings us to another point of this discussion. It's not only about how many times did Tony Pollard got the ball. It's also about how the Cowboys were using him when he was handed the ball. And I think it was Cowboy Stats also. He put out a great thread on Twitter about this. And he was pointing out how the Cowboys used Tony Pollard in favorable, favorable script situations when the Cowboys are in a comfortable position instead of using him when it's go time, to put it one way. But also you want, and, and Skywalker had Brian Diggs join his show to discuss this in depth. And they talked about getting Tony Pollard more of a Debo Samuel kind of role. And it's not even about giving him a role that literally looks like the Debo Samuel role. To me, it's just about finding a way to truly exploit Tony Pollard's playmaking abilities, which we know that didn't happen in 2021. We know that the Cowboys failed to do so. It's not only about getting him the ball more often. It's about doing so in the correct way. It's about exploiting Tony Pollard to the best of his abilities. So, I don't know. Like I, 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 that's where I differ with a lot of people. I don't know if a Debo Samuel role is what would benefit Tony Pollard the most. I don't know. Perhaps not. Perhaps it's not about doing that. But it's about copying or maybe trying to replicate the 49ers philosophy when it comes to doing what's best for each and every player. Mr. Wright says, play calling sucked as well on run plays for sick play calling matter. Of course, play calling matters a lot. Uh, but yeah, Trevor says, Mike doesn't call the plays. Why? Well, because the Cowboys decided that their play caller was basically Kellen Moore. And I'm not totally against that. I, I, I still, maybe it's the optimist in me, but I still think that at least you've got Kellen Moore having some good play designs. He, he needs to figure out the game planning side of it, and hopefully he finds his scheme. We've talked about this before on primetime. But yeah, uh, Moses Burner account, this is the same dude that said he watched all this film and is in on analytics and admitted that he lied, says Burner account. Still cannot get over that either. Still cannot get over that. Uh, let's see some of your chats here. You have a back averaging five yards per carry and your starting back is injured, yet you still start sick every game. And we've also, you know, discussed this on the show and the fact that that's politics, right? Because the Cowboys paid Ezekiel Elliott. And since he got paid, since he got paid, he needs to play. And you can see that also in... The, Cow the Cowboys comments, Stephen Jones, he talked about Amari Cooper, who is still, in my opinion, one of the best route runners in the NFL and potentially still one of the best wide receivers overall, even if the Cowboys are not using him as such. But because he could potentially free up a lot of cap space for the Cowboys, the tone around Amari Cooper is way different than the tone around Ezekiel Elliott, because when asked about Ezekiel Elliott, Stephen Jones didn't bat an eye 
and he was all in on him saying that, oh, yeah, I love Sikh, and he's going to be on this roster next year, all because of the contract. And I'm not saying that it would be smart moving on from Ezekiel Elliott because it wouldn't, but when you compare it to what he was saying about Amari Cooper, it's like it's all about that contract and how much they're getting paid, and it's frustrating. It really is. How was McCarthy not more involved to begin with? Says Bruce got the use. Uh, Mr. Wright says, Sean Payton, why do fans want him? Am I missing tons of Super Bowls? He's a quitter. He quit on his team after losing his quarterback. Well, I, I'm not sure about the quitter part, but I will say this. I agree with Mr. Wright in, in discussing the fans' perception, right? Cowboys fans that want Sean Payton probably want Sean Payton because he represents like the mystery box from Family Guy. Cowboys fans will always be looking for that other possibility that could bring the Cowboys to the Super Bowl once again. And I don't think Sean Payton is that. Uh, but that's the reason why. That's the reason why. And that's the reason why the front office maybe wants Sean Payton as well. Not only because of that, but because they've been all in on him for a long time, except when he was here. Oops. Tommy says, starting sick is one thing, but not playing Pollard five times a game is unacceptable. Exactly. Even, even that, it's not about, okay, don't make Tony Pollard the three down back for this team, but definitely get him more involved. Mo, watch the movie Office Space. I just want to ask Mike, what would you say you'd do here? Yeah, I know, I know the gif. I know the scene. I have not seen the movie But I do know that gift and it always, and the scene, and it always makes me laugh. Uh, Dallas Junk says, I'd like City in that Debo Samuel type role. He's shown that he can be an effective runner. That would be fun. And, and you saw a lot of teams around the NFL use their wide receivers in that Debo Samuel role, in which, in the sense that they line them up at running back. And that creates all kinds of matchup problems for the opposing defenses because you're messing with their defensive structure. You put a wide receiver lined up at running back and you need to bring maybe a cornerback or defensive back type to cover him if he runs a route because you're not going to have a linebacker on a wide receiver. But where the 49ers were even more creative was when they actually handed the ball off to Debo Samuel because now you've got a defensive back type in the box accounting for the run. And that's where the trouble started for opposing defenses. So if the Cowboys feel like Dallas Young here in the chat and they feel like CeeDee Lamp is an effective runner, hey, go for it and look for those matchup nightmares for the opposing defense, because I agree with Dallas Young. I, I would like to see more of that. However, the Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys don't feel like there is any issue with how they approached the season last year. So maybe that means that they'll just stick to their priorities and kind of go from there and not acknowledge a lot of problems that the Cowboys had in 2021, which brings us to the Cowboys 
2021, 2022, excuse me, offseason priorities, according to Mike McCarthy. Because he said this, when asked about playing Tony Pollard more, he somehow, some way arrived to this. And he said, these are, are, are our priorities for 2022. Number one, clean up penalties. Number two, being better at handling adversity. The question for you guys in the chat, what priority is McCarthy missing from this list? Because, okay, I get it. The Cowboys need to clean up penalties. And clean up is an understatement when the Cowboys led the NFL in penalties against and the second worst team in the NFL was 10 penalties behind the Dallas Cowboys. And those were the Las Vegas, the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And then being better at handling adversity, I don't know about you guys, feels a little ambiguous. I'm not against it. I don't think anyone in Cowboys Nation would be against it. But what does that adversity look like? Because a lot of the times, you put yourself on those adverse spots. Why? Because of the way that you approached last year, which to the Cowboys coaching staff apparently is not an issue. So around and around we go. We, all of these answers are tied together. Sure, you were in a lot of adversity situations when the Broncos punched you in the mouth and they were physically dominating you and the Cowboys didn't have an answer. And at the time we thought, well, that was an exception. The Cowboys laid an egg and that's it. That's what happened. But then a lot of these losses came in games in which the Cowboys were given opportunities again and again by the opponents, whether it was in the shape of a turnover, whether, whether it was in the shape of the opponents leaving a lot of points on the board. And the Cowboys were still not able to win those games. And a lot of the times it was their decision-making, their play calling, their game planning that put them in these adverse spots. So maybe the priority is not only, you know, being better at handling adversity, but also being better at avoiding adversity altogether. And you guys know that here in the show, we've complained a lot about the Cowboys knack for getting themselves into third and long situations. And they still did the things that get you in third and long situations. Uh, Mo, it concerns me that he only has two areas, his burner account. I agree with that. Let's see some of your answers. Uh, clock and management is burner account. His ruthlessness is Lumen. Game management is Tommy915. Tommy goes with better play calling. Trevor also points out time management. It's a lot. Uh, Mr. Wright says, Kellen should not have the final say on play calling. We need our old offensive line coach because we have the talent. But since changing coaches, we cannot figure it out. But we have the talent, says Mr. Wright. It feels like I agree with Dallas Young. Dallas Young says the priorities are spot on. In a sense, I agree with him because I'm not against the priorities. It's the fact that it's the fact that I think it's ambiguous, right? And what I said, like it's not only about handling adversity, it's about avoiding it altogether. But the Cowboys were putting themselves consistently 
in the way of adversity. So that's where my issues come. And that's where that I go back to the first part of the show. And that first phrase, that first sentence that came out of McCarthy's mouth when he, when he was asked about Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, I don't have any issues with how we approached the season last year. Ooh, boy. I don't like that. Nope, don't like that. Like the, you know, like the Michael Scott gif. I don't like that at all. But anyways, McCarthy tried to, you know, throw us off the scent. And maybe he tried to keep us from discussing all of these issues and the Sean Payton conversation, which also came up in the in the press conference. And I understand McCarthy's answer, the fact that he doesn't want to take part in that narrative. No one does. That is completely Jerry Jones' fault for the way that he has managed all of this. When he has talked to the media, Troy Aikman said that Jerry Jones knows what he's doing and that he says everything in a calculated way. And I, I don't disagree with Troy Aikman on that. So anyways, Mike McCarthy is right about that. No one wants to take part in that storyline, but it is there and it will continue to be there. Uh, I think... Who was it that answered this? I think it was John Makota on The Athletic. He said it will continue to be a conversation until the Cowboys win a Super Bowl or Sean Payton gets hired by the Cowboys. So anyway, to try to throw us off the scent, Mike McCarthy opened the press conference by pointing out, oh, Dak Prescott had an offseason surgery. Bump. Left shoulder which is different from the right shoulder he suffered an injury in in training camp, which was a surprise. We had not heard about that at all. So Dak Prescott had a surgery on his left shoulder. Nothing to be concerned about, according to Mike McCarthy. Just a cleanup surgery. And the question for you is, are you not concerned, somewhat concerned, or very concerned about Dak's recent injuries. In the following sense, I'm not concerned about Dak Prescott's left shoulder injury, but are you concerned about the fact that we've heard about multiple injuries in the past couple of years? Mr. Wright, I appreciate you. He says, I like this young fella, my first time on your show. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. We go live every Sunday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Central here on ADC Sports Dallas on primetime. Bruce got the use headset, and I uh, forgot about this comment. Excuse me. They need to adjust in-game and during the season more. So, burner account, not concerned about Dak's injury. Trevor also not concerned. Lumen goes with not. I am, I am somewhere in between not concerned and somewhat concerned. Because it's not really that I'm worrying about it. It's not that I think that Dak Prescott will be impacted by this negatively when the 2022 season arrives. I don't think that will be the case. But I also think that two years ago, and maybe even a year ago, I really thought Dak Prescott was never going to be injured. I, I I really thought that. I thought this dude is a tank and he will not suffer a major injury ever in his NFL career. I, I was 
all in on his durability. Of course, that is foolish in the NFL. Something is always going to come up. And in the past couple of years, there have been multiple injuries. So I will say somewhat concerned, not in the way that I'm going to tell you is going to be impacted by this in 2022. I do not believe that. But I'm somewhat concerned in the fact that I kind of know now that Dak is human and he can get injured in the NFL. Not about this particular injury, though. I believe Mike McCarthy, when he says that it's nothing to be concerned about because some people have put out some reports that it fits the definition of Dak Prescott's cleanup surgery. Gerald Luna says, I am more concerned about that O-line. We should, we should definitely be concerned about that offensive line. Let's see. Paul Garcia says, you have to be concerned. If it wasn't a big deal, then we'd be quiet about it, says Paul Garcia, which is a fair point. But also, I think that any surgery is going to be brought up at any given point in the offseason. Burner account says, don't you love it, though, that they break the news and had excuses ready to go, too? I, you got to love the timing of it. You got to love the timing of Mike McCarthy knowing that the tough questions are going to come. And he opens up by saying that Dak Prescott had an offseason surgery. <laughs> Penning in the first round, hopefully, says Trevor. I like Trevor Penning for a lot of teams. I'm assuming that there are going to be better options, though, for the Cowboys. Specifically, if we're talking O-line, I'm guessing that at least Kenyon Green or Sion Johnson or Tyler Linderbaum, one of those three should be available, hopefully, when the Cowboys are on the clock with the 24th pick. But I like Trevor. I, I'm not sure if I like him with the 24th pick, though. But I do like Trevor Penning. He has been this fun player to watch. And people have been criticizing him for what he did in, in, in his... Was it the Senior Bowl? Was Trevor Penning on the Senior Bowl or was it the, the Star Games? <laughs> I forgot about that. But people criticizing him for being nasty... But hey, that's what he is. And I love his competitive toughness. Mo, I saw him as that tree on the <laughs> I-95 headed to D.C. today. I assume it was you because they had a Dallas decal. Well, good guess. <laughs> good guess, Burner account. I will not confirm that nor deny that. But anyways, guys, that will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas. I appreciate you guys tuning in. ADC Sports announced Five new markets today. Excited about that. It's going to be ADC Sports Nashville, which is the original one. Then Dallas and Kansas City. And the five new ones are Pittsburgh, Chicago, Cincinnati, Green Bay, and I'm missing one, uh, Tampa Bay, of course. So exciting days for ADC Sports. And I'm really grateful that you guys are a part of it. And we appreciate the support. And please, take a moment to smash the like button. It helps us get this show in front of even more Dallas Cowboys fans so we can continue to grow the community. So please, leave a like. And as always, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys articles and more Mavericks articles. Primetime brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. 
burner account asking mo when are you and sky doing a show together we should put one of those together again those are always fun uh let's see if we can make something work in the following days thank you to burner account and thank you for all of you guys for tuning in i will see you tomorrow night 8 p.m central i'm your primetime host mauricio here on primetime brought to you by freeman mazda thank you guys